If you can't without a man, put your hands up. If you can't without a man, put your hands up. If you can't without a man, put your hands up. If you can't without a man, put it, put it. If you can't without a man, put your hands up. If you can't without a man, put your hands up. If you can't without a man, put your hands up. If you can't without a man, put it. They told me Peter Piper, bigger, bigger pepper. Uh, I just hope that when he picked the pepper, pick it better. Uh, Cause the fact he picked the little spoil that the wetter. Uh, he iced up, picked the vessel, not the pepper, need the sweater. Uh, when she sells seashells by the seashore. Welcome the back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We need more energy. <laughs> you know, we got listeners like. We, well, we gotta stop recording on a Sunday evening. <laughs> right, right. Sunday evening is only like you. It's you. like the anticipation of the work. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Like, but we got like listeners like just starting their day off. Like, we can't play it cool no more. Like, like we gotta kind of get them right. We gotta. Yeah. Get your up. ass up. Let's go. Come on. Uh, let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> Um, the song you are listening to is called Childhood Memories from an artist named Mamadou. Mama, I think it's do or do. I don't know. I like the song. Um, his IG handle is at D-O-U-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L-L. So give him a follow. Tell him uh, BZ Podcast sent you. Show love. Go and stream his shit. Um, if you're on your way to work, um, turn around and take the day. Uh, if you're leaving work and you're stuck in traffic take the next exit park somewhere go watch the sunset um if you stop and get food make sure you eat it before you go home so you don't have to share it with your kids i don't know man like we just throwing out ideas we just throwing out ideas (laughs) treat yourself just find some way to treat yourself exactly exactly (laughs) that's where zay's getting at (laughs) exactly that's where i'm going um we're just giving out ideas you know we hope you make the right decision you did make a good decision by coming back and listening to the bz podcast so let's keep the trend going um (laughs) they're like can you guys make sure you come back Sorry, guys. Sorry. It's been a little hectic. It's been a little hectic, yo. There's a lot going on. Um, We are adjusting. And, you know, we've been very consistent for the last, like, two, two and a half years. So, I mean, I think they understand a little bit. We'll get back on track, right? Okay. Yeah. Before I forget, special shout out to my brother and friend of the pod, Tommy. He and his wife, Christy, just welcomed a beautiful 20 inch, 7.7 pound healthy baby girl three minutes before Friday the 13th. That's crazy, right? (laughs) Uh, So sending warmth, positivity their way. Just had to get that out. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, I'm my uncle again. There's a lot of babies. Mm-hmm. A lot of babies. I'm so excited. <laughs> I got to hold the baby yesterday. They said I was a natural. Mm-hmm. I was kind of nice, and I was even even like like I sat oh, down. You were freaking out trying to hold my baby. Why do you trust me with this? What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you giving me your kid? Don't try to play it all smooth, man. I, I guess <laughs> I, I <laughs> like yelling at me when I gave you my child. Little, no, because you ain't braced me at all. Like you just go here. I didn't even know it was coming. <laughs> I didn't even know it was coming. Like here, I said, "Well, oh shit, let me warm up." I don't even know if I washed my hands yet. Like, yes, you but, did. Um, I know, I know, I know. Um, how are you? Fine. Just fine. Okay. Yeah, just I don't even want to talk about myself. I'd, I'd rather just talk about what we're gonna talk about. I'm tired of talking about myself. Nah, I get it. I, I get don't know it. if you guys, if you guys care, let me know. But I'm, I'm fine. Okay. Right. <laughs> i feel like i've been talking about myself way too much these past few episodes well you got a lot going on but no you're good you're good um if you have been rocking with the pod long enough you know that topics were once a thing we've kind of gotten away from that um in the natural progression of the pod we kind of gravitated uh away from them for a while and in planning for this oh, week's no, episode fucking, no fucking goddamn well it was a lot of shit happened that pulled us away from our topics First of what all, we're mean? in oh, yeah, quarantine. No, because I swear we stopped doing topics once George Floyd happened. It was too much news coming in. And then after that, it was just always something happening in the media where we were just like, yeah, we got to talk about this. Oh. And then, yeah, we just strayed further and further away from topics. Yeah, every week it was something either, you know, about what was going on with the racial issues or mm-hmm. COVID 
I thought oh, we just so, abandoned yeah. them. Maybe you're, you're remembering no, this better than it, me. No, it literally was just because it was so much shit going on. It was just like every week it was something crazy happening that so we wanted to talk about it. So we just kind of, after a while, I mean, look at all the stuff that's happened since right. last May. Right. It's been crazy. So, yeah, that's why I'm just like, I'm, t- I'm kind of sick of talking about COVID at this point. And I know that people probably are tired of hearing us talk about it right especially if you don't agree with our (laughs) with our (laughs) viewpoints you know i I can't i can't see how that would really make an interesting conversation and i don't want to exclude those people that don't fucking speculate every goddamn thing like we do Mm. you know what i mean so i'm like we should really just yeah we should definitely like just take a break <laughs> exactly and i think it was good it was brit's idea to do a topic and like that's kind of the mindset that i had like god damn like we we talking about just nothing but controversy every episode maybe we need a break maybe they need a break maybe we need to tap into something that you know because people really genuinely did enjoy when we would do topics mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think this was a good opportunity just to get back to that. And maybe we can just keep it going, take submissions of topics, yeah. all that stuff. So um, I we, think you picked the perfect topic. I think so, too, because to you could still get, get, get it. Right. Right. So I had suggested open mindedness. And, you know, how I landed on that was a couple episodes ago, we had Jarrell on in Brit's absence. And then Brit was talking about how it was nice to hear like an op- optimistic personality instead of like the regular doom and gloom <laughs> that we provide on a on a weekly basis <laughs> <laughs> so that got me thinking like i consider myself a fairly open-minded person and even with that consideration i'm positive there's there's a lot more room to grow and i think in the information age where you know algorithms are at play consumption of content is mainly reposts from peers and the news is like opinion pieces you know open-mindedness is even more necessary So we wanted to look into this just to see what type of information was there. And I think we found some interesting shit. So like my question to you, just to start it off, like, do you think you're an open minded person? Like, what was your first idea when I came up with the topic open mindedness? Like, what are your thoughts on it? That's for everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that is one thing that's hilarious about it, because everyone thinks they're open minded. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, does. Th- everybody I thinks like they're reading unique. In, reading into it more, I'm like, oh, damn, I ain't that open-minded. <laughs> right, I'm right, right. I'm open-minded to right. stuff I want to, like, l- like, look at, mm. think about, agree. Like, I'm open-minded to stuff that I agree with. <laughs> like, that's what? the problem. How does that make sense? Yeah, that's the problem. And it's funny because, like, everybody has said this before. You know, I'm an open-minded person, but, mm-hmm. like, like, there shouldn't be no but after open-minded. Like, I'm an open-minded person, but everybody mm-hmm. has said that. So, like, I thought it was, it was kind of cool to uh, think about that. Did you want to start off with anything or do you want me to just get into something um, that I got? I mean, sure. I mean, because I have a bunch of just random thoughts, too, which I'm sure because I figured, you know, we didn't have to do. I mean, there's general stuff about open mindedness, but a lot of it is really just how you think about it. But um, I guess you can just go ahead and start. All right. All right. So um, the one thing that came across first was um we're not born to be open-minded like it's not something that you just innately have um dr Mm -hmm. sal levine of psychology today believes that this is developed that this developed bias may stem from our internal desire of strictly positive and agreeable information uh levine states that every individual wants to believe or hold something to be true it's when we forge an emotional connection to the idea or belief that logic is no longer a factor right and i don't know if this does not like describe the state of the world right now i don't know what does and like (laughs) be clear like like i'm not above any of this i try to like be conscious of it but everybody has their biases but i think it's very true like people people emotionally connect themselves to their beliefs and i don't think that's actually a i don't think that's like a good thing though yeah but i think we should also just say let's say the definition first of open being open-minded Okay, willing to willing to consider new ideas, semicolon, unprejudiced. 
Yeah. And it's very simple, but very complicated. <laughs> but it gets even more complicated when your well, emotions are involved. Well, I guess it's like if, you, if you're, but it's like, are you willing to consider new ideas without being prejudiced? That's the thing. Because everybody right. can say, well, I'm willing to consider it. But it's like, are you being judgmental? Right. You know, right. are you judging it? Are you actually considering it? Or are you just listening to it? Mm-hmm. You know, just to entertain the person. Uh, but sorry, keep going. Um, no, I was just going to get into it. Like, like you kind of see it in everyday life. Like you pick any controversial topic, uh, pro vaccine, anti-vaccine, black men, black women, all the shit that you see people just regurgitate arguments every, every couple weeks. Um, you have two groups that have attached their identity to a belief. And when you do that, like your ego has entered the building. So now a conversation mm-hmm. that started off about an idea has now morphed into something about you. Therefore, any offering of contrasting information is now an assault on your ego. And this is how the word Mm -hmm. violence gets thrown around so recklessly nowadays. Oh, this is that's violent. Like somebody says something you don't agree with. That's violence Mm -hmm. because these confrontations Mm -hmm. feel violent. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, it's kind of like kind of related, but not. But like I had this thing I was thinking about and it was like the got to be right mentality. You ever run into somebody who has to be right? Even if it's you. I mean, I feel like I've done that too. That's like everyone and everything right now. That's why these comment sections are so toxic. Right. I think that that mentality is like the bane of every disagreement or any, any conversation that could be productive. Like, I don't know if you've experienced this in relationships, but I, I've spoken to a few of my friends about it. And too often people focus on being right rather than finding a solution. So like you, I've asked people in relationships, have they ever argued with their significant other and gotten to a place where they go? You won. Okay like like almost overwhelmed with the idea of going back and forth like whether they were right or not they just want to get the conversation over with and you get to a point in their logic which is like no matter how i express myself or the reasoning for whatever whatever we're talking about this person feels slighted and they assess whether it's even important to get your point across at the moment have you ever gotten to an argument with like that where it's just like i don't even know if the argument is as important for me getting my point across i feel like that's most arguments <laughs> that's the funny part like it's never it's never that big of a deal yeah um but you know everybody believes that they're open-minded and like in this case everyone acts as if they have no preconceived biases which enforces that that i am right mentality yeah i think that most people equate open-mindedness to finding things acceptable that are not the norm you Mm -hmm. know what i mean Mm -hmm. and we all find certain things acceptable that you know probably aren't the norm in air quotes um but that doesn't mean that you're not closed off to other things so that's why when you know people automatically hear you know are you open-minded and they're like like yes of course i am but then Mm -hmm. yeah like you know if you really start (laughs) to dig deeper you do realize that you're not. Um, and I think, too, that a lot of it is um, the fear of the unknown, you know, because it's like, especially as we get older, you know, we want to know everything. We want to know how to do things. And you know what I'm saying? We don't want to feel like we're um, ill-equipped to handle life or anything right. that's going on you know what i'm saying like we always say that we should always be learning and you know what i mean like you're never mm-hmm. going to know everything it, that's good to say in theory but if you really like apply it to yourself like it's kind of scary um yeah, and that's just funny just go- just to interject mm-hmm. with that it's funny like we we promote mm-hmm. like hey you should always be learning but like we're in the same culture that just cancels everybody like at the drop of a dime mm-hmm. like there's no, really no opportunity kind of learning <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, don't bump not your like head. That. Uh, not right. like that. Um, but um, I guess it's levels. But um, like letting go of knowing and getting into a true state of not knowing and being okay with not knowing things, pretty much just having um, an inquisitive nature can help you be, you know what I mean, more open minded um, and not looking mm. into things as like, I should already know this or why isn't it this way or that way. You know, because if we're all like we're already just basically thinking of how things should be. And mm-hmm. then when it's not the way that it should be, then we close off, <laughs> you know, instead of just right. looking at it with, you know, just a neutral, 
uh, set of eyes. Would you say so like it's, a it's, like an open minded person would be a person that is just more curious? Definitely. Yeah. Curious and not that like doesn't get too like offended or stuck on anything of how something should be. I mean, it's mm. kind of it's it is it's hard to see, especially with something you don't agree with or things that just seem blatantly fucking stupid. Mm. It's hard to be open minded. Like it's hard for me to be open minded with Lizzo shaking her big funky ass everywhere. <laughs> like it's hard. It's hard for me because it's uh, annoying. Yeah, it's annoying to me. I don't I don't care. I'll say it. But um, like I like her as a person. I think she has good charisma. I think she has a great personality. I think her songs are catchy. But I'm fucking sick and tired of seeing her ass. And now, I'm tired of twerking. You know, like in general, to be honest, like like right, get a new but, trick. Like I feel like y'all need to get a new trick. Right. But it's like if you're open minded, you know, you don't have to agree with something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, just to be able to see that perspective. Um, right right so that's i think that's the most difficult part is just because you see the other side of something that you don't necessarily um believe in or agree with or you know it doesn't mean that you know that's something that you want to do just because you understand i get Um, i I remember like uh you know growing up there would be we would have discussions just like me and my homeboys and they'd be like this artist or that artist and mm-hmm. it was so easy for other people to be like this artist and i would be like i yeah. need context i need hey what mood yeah. am i in is it tuesday is it that like right, there's just so right. many variables like i need to be able to justify so i was always caught in that gray area in which that like i can see both arguments mm-hmm. right and i don't mm-hmm. think there's anything wrong with that for some reason like people think when you're in this gray area or and you don't look at everything as black and white like somehow like you're not helping the cause it's kind of like the voting shit it's almost like if you mm-hmm. didn't vote for for biden it was like a vote for trump well no that's not necessarily true like you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i don't know i feel like the pick a side mentality is kind of annoying as well because yeah. you can lay in the middle and see that there's legitimacy on each side yeah i will say um i was watching this uh ted talk by this man named paul sloan on open-mindedness and mm. I'll say this out early, um, just be just so we're not just going over and over again about, you know, um, the bad parts of not being open minded. <laughs> so basically, he was saying just ways that you can introduce yourself to become more open minded. Mm-hmm. He was saying there's three different things that you can do. The first one was to change your routine. So um, like drive a different way to work or. You know, something like that where that gets your mind going and just thinking differently. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing was introduce random. So like maybe eat something you never tried before, try a different restaurant, talk to somebody that looks like talk to a person who you probably would never spark up a conversation with. I mean, I think that's you know helpful I mean? just in general, you know, I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like things like they said, introduce random. So just pick a random thing to do. Um, and welcome the unexpected unexpected so when things don't go as planned instead of getting upset try to like look at it from a different view you know Mm -hmm. like oh what 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 can i learn from this or what's different about this that you know i can explore so i thought those were three really cool things to try to do throughout your day like not all three of them of course but just you know Whenever you're feeling like a little stuck or need a little inspiration. Oh, the, the cool thing I like, he said this was a marketing thing, I believe. He said that um, they would take a pocket dictionary and say that they had a marketing campaign and they couldn't think of a way, like in, they couldn't think of something to do, right? Yeah. So say it was for like a, um, a health, like it was a health, uh, health agency. They wanted to put together like a, a, a seminar or something. So he said they would randomly flip through the dictionary and land on the first, I believe he said it was a noun. And then whatever the word was, um, I think he landed on the color orange. And then um, they were just thinking of like different things with orange to do. Or they, was, they landed on a different word and it was like jump or something. So it was finding ways to incorporate jump to mm. make that like their marketing campaign. Like it was, it was interesting. But he was like, you know, if you're ever trying to think of how to execute an idea, just open up a dictionary and point to a random word and then figure out how you can mesh that word 
or what that word means into uh, your mark. Because do you ever like see like commercials and it's like that commercial had nothing to do with that yeah. fucking product at all. <laughs> and I'm like wondering, is that like a common thing that they do? Because a lot of times these commercials make no fucking make absolutely sense no at sense. All. Yeah, be random <laughs> as hell, but somehow it comes together. Yes. I mean, look at an Apple commercial. Exactly. Look at look at an iPhone mm-hmm. commercial. It'd be absolutely nothing, but we'd be mm-hmm. lining up for it. Um, I think right. that's good that you pointed out like a a way in which like you can work on it because you know when in the research that i was doing it was saying that like you know personality is malleable like personality can often like uh gradually change across the lifespan and if you focus on improving your realities um those changes are usually for the better so you know openness Mm -hmm. to new experiences kind of like what you were saying pick a different route to go to work um look for opportunities to improve broaden and expand your realities enhance your cognitive abilities by raising your level of open-mindedness so they said that open-minded people see things differently than other people that are close to new experiences openness to experience is characterized by flexible cognition um and uh open people are more curious creative and motivated to explore the world and engage with possibilities and i think like one of the saddest things that i've seen and that i've been around is being around people that are resistant to new experiences like i've come across people in my life that are just so content with being insulated in the the world that they built for themselves and you know up until yeah, that's, now that's what's safe yeah yeah it's like a like a kata and that's why like that was like kind of the danger of like the safe space like you remember when that was like real popular safe spaces and stuff mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i i think i in order to operate good i think i need a little like a little danger in my life <laughs> like I, I need the unknown well, you can't always you can't always be comfortable mm-hmm. and yeah it makes you complacent i mean that is i'm trying to think how to wrap this all because i feel like nowadays you are in this space where you're able to be comfortable all the time. Yeah, especially with quarantine. <laughs> Niggas not even time. getting out their pajamas, bruh. Niggas <laughs> been in their pajamas for the last year and a half. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, if you're always making safe decisions and never doing anything that takes you out your comfort zone, and we've done an episode on comfort zone, mm-hmm. um, yeah, how could you broaden your mind and become more open-minded because there's a lot of times a lot of different situations where you probably think oh you can't do it or you're not going to enjoy something you're not going to like it until you try it out or until you know you listen to that different type of music or you listen to that person speak i was laughing when i was scrolling through the videos um on YouTube of open-mindedness and I'm like I don't want to listen to that person talk <laughs> like, yeah, like why am I <laughs> you know how right. you scroll through and like you're you so like somebody picking... look yeah you don't like how somebody look like, yeah, like, like you're just, exactly like you're literally just picking just random you don't know what these people are gonna you know actually say and stuff so I was cracking up even right there I wasn't being open-minded because right all right <laughs> you know you and you know I what I classify that as like as, as far as experiences go like I look at stuff that you know might be a new experience for me and if I don't do mm-hmm. it I look at it as like a missed opportunity mm-hmm. that's how I started to look at things you know but with that yeah. I came across what appears to be experiencing new things is one of the ways to broaden your mind um, research shows that personality traits patterns of thinking feeling and behaving not only change your outlook on life but also change the way you perceive reality at work, um, how you relate with your family, friends, romantic partners. So even if even your life satisfaction, um, emotional well-being, physical health and longevity are largely influenced by your personality and life circumstances. So it's just very important to get out and experience the world because it's not only helping you in the future, but it's also helping you take in information and process it in a different way. Mm hmm. Well, yeah, like I saw, I was listening, watching this other video and it kind of ties on what you just said. Um, Just understanding that we're all experiencing the exact same moment differently. Right. Right. You know, we're all living these same exact seconds, same exact minutes, same exact days. But like you said, like all our upbringing um, are different experiences through life like we're all going to see stuff a different way i think tyler Um, was just talking about that i'm sorry to cut you off tyler the creator was on hot 97 and he was talking about how like everybody's experiencing music differently so 
you personally, you gravitate towards instrumental. I want to say I probably mm-hmm. gravitate towards lyrics more. So mm-hmm. if the beat doesn't hit you off top, you can listen to the same song and say it's trash. I can listen to the same song and be like, this is a, a work of art. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. only because that's what he kept saying. He was like, it's your reference point. So the less experience mm-hmm. you have, the less references you have to pull from in order to be open minded. Yeah. You know, so I mean, right. what were you about yeah, to say? Exactly. I'm sorry I cut you off. Were you about to say anything no, else? No, no, that was fine. No, you wrapped that up very nicely. <laughs> um, I came into this uh this in my research, something called uh dichotomous thinking. So these are the people that that um think in black and white. Um so mm-hmm. someone that engages in that type of black and white thinking, the opposite of being open minded, there is a benefit for it. Um it's it's beneficial because you're able to make quick decisions and you and simple mm-hmm. understanding. A uh dichotomous thinking style can sometimes be interpersonally problematic when people tend to think in black and white and counter others that hold different opinions. We see this nonstop. <laughs> we see this nonstop mm-hmm. on social media. But I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you, like, you ever ran into a black and white thinker? I think you you would call them a plain bagel. Are those plain bagels? <laughs> I mean, some things are black and white. You know, some mm-hmm. things you do have to have that dichotomous. That's how you say it, dichotomous. Yeah, dichotomous. <laughs> dichotomous mind. I really brought it up um, just so I could say dichotomous and seem smart on the pod. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, of course, there's times where that type of thinking is necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get into opinion based. <laughs> things yeah it, it, it's not black and white if it's a fucking opinion mm. on facts sure but opinions, for sure kind of like eh. <laughs> right i got um recently this week i posted underneath like a shade room comment and my comment was going nuts <laughs> it, went, it went crazy i never post it got like nineteen thousand likes 600 comments and it was something that was just silly right but i ran into mm-hmm. a couple of these black and white thinkers while like just looking in the comments so i don't know should i give them the context maybe i should yeah, give them the context it was, it was, it was funny because it was all just right. like shut up like. <laughs> right all right so pretty much the video you probably everybody's probably seen it already but it was a lady who was walking around her house filming and apparently her husband while she was out of town at a convention for work had cleared out her house and and took out the washer and dryer everything right so my comment was how mad do you have to be to carry a washer and dryer out so everybody <laughs> unanimously thought that was funny, at least 19,000 people. But within that 19,000 people, there was a couple people that went in there and just took it so literally and would be like, mm-hmm. like almost like snarky. Like I would get I would get a notification and it would be like <laughs> he hired movers. And it was just like, but that's oh, not wow. funny. But that's okay. not, yeah. But that's that's he probably did. He probably did. But that's not what's funny the here. Fucking joke. Yeah, we're visualizing someone with a dryer on their back walking down the stairs. Angry. I mean, obviously he was fucking mad. He cleared that apartment <laughs> right. out. Okay, right, right, he right. He cleared that lady's apartment out. In the washer so, and dryer, like, and the washer and dryer dog, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's hilarious to be, but like, even if you hired movers, you're fucking mad as shit. You planned it, right? But like, you run into these people that is just like, bro. Like, if even if I responded, it's like I gotta explain the joke. (laughs) Like, come on, like, come on. But like, yeah, running into those black and white thinkers is just it's so weird. It's so weird. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I'm the most open minded person. I'm probably dangerously open minded because I laugh. My my response to almost everything is laughing first and then maybe unpacking the serious notion (laughs) of it after. But um, back Mm -hmm. to the research, I just wanted to bring that up because that was very black and white thinking to me. But um, dichotomous thinking has also been linked to negative psychological outcomes uh, such as perfectionism um, and intolerance for ambiguity look that up i've heard the word but anyway (laughs) um in short (laughs) in short even though people like to be right it's not helpful to think in black and white only looking at one side of an issue and i've seen i've seen that personally where like just no nuance we've all seen it personally where there no nuance is allowed it's Mm -hmm. either this or that that this or that mentality is is disgusting so also in my research i came across something that i i like it um this term called thoughtful disagreement 
and it made me think of you, Britt, because mm-hmm. it made me think of you because I immediately start thinking of ways I can apply this to my benefit. So a lot of times when me and Britt are communicating, especially through text where shit gets lost in translation, like I'm over here thinking this isn't an argument. We're just having a thoughtful disagreement. I'm going to explain what a thoughtful disagreement is, right? right. So when two people believe (laughs) opposite things, chances are that one of them is wrong. It pays to find out Mm -hmm. if that someone is you. All right. So in a thoughtful Mm -hmm. disagreement, your goal is not to convince the other party that you're right. It is to find out which view is true and decide what to do about it. So people with a narrow perspective are, are like we were saying before are more interested in proving themselves right than getting the best outcome. They often focus much more on being understood than understanding others. So I came across this like quote, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and he said that the test of first rate intelligence is the ability to hold two opposed ideas in the mind at the same time and still retain the ability to function. What are you about to say? No, I'm just like, what? Yeah, so, no, I think it's hilarious because, like, with, like, you know, black and white thinkers oh and shit God, like that. <laughs> oh Sorry, I'm just, like, it's all going good. through it a little bit. It's like, all good. So much. You want to check on them? <laughs> I want to. You but want I don't to? Know I won't be back probably for another 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right. Um, I forgot where I was. Oh no, having the opposing yeah, ideas. So so first rate intelligence, his definition of first rate intelligence is being able to hold two opposed ideas in the mind at the same time and still retain the ability to function. Right? So we've seen these joints where like, you know, people are going off on each other and it's almost like their whole life is interrupted, even trying to consider a different viewpoint <laughs> of, of someone else. Mm-hmm. Think about it. There's people that will be online all day commenting under the same post about some, I don't know, mm-hmm. pick a controversial topic. Oh and it's my just God, because. I know. Yeah, I'm like, how do people do this? You know, it's like. I, I don't know how they don't get stressed out. Like, they are, though, Britt. Like, they are very stressed out. They're not happy people. But, like, why even feed into it? Yeah. It's just like, no. Yeah. It almost doesn't make sense. And that's where it's just like at the end of that, that quote, he says, retain the ability to function. So holding two different ideas in your mind <laughs> and still retain the ability to function. There's a lot of non-functioning people out here. People mm-hmm. aren't functioning because the idea of something just not jiving the same or somebody having a difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. It's craziness out here. And I think, you know. Just taking it into nowadays, like with quarantine stuff, that gave people hella extra time. People mm-hmm. were commenting on their posts and they still had a nine to five. Now there's people that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Now there's people that literally have nothing to do all day. Mm-hmm. I think it was like the perfect storm. It got me thinking <laughs> like of, of social media and open mindedness, you know, like in the age of information where we have more access to different opinions, that access, I don't feel like is being used to broaden our, our minds. How, what do you think? <laughs> We're not using that to broaden like our minds. I it is, but at the same time. Uh, I, mean, you know, I think it's often being used to double down. You're, you're going no, and seeking. I, I feel like we learn a lot of different stuff on with social media, we learn a lot about human nature, behavior. We see how other people think and react. We see how similar we all are as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot to learn from social media, but it's also a lot of stuff that's problematic. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we all can learn to be more open-minded yeah. and accept one another in all of our opposing ideas. You know, we don't have to agree, but we can mm-hmm. understand and respect um, how other people see things and you know how they decide to live their lives i mean that would be less stress on everyone we could just learn how to do that <laughs> i think it's too difficult because like yeah you always want everyone because i don't i don't know why we have to want everyone to see things the way we see them Mm. you know what i mean it's like it becomes a thing where it's like you have to see it this way well i think or just like i crack up like because i i get a lot of real quick i get a lot of like baby advertisements nowadays you know like stuff like that mm. so 
I saw something. It was like a product, maybe like a pacifier or something, you know. And what's the first comment I see? My 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 five year old son didn't like pacifiers, and neither does my two year old. <laughs> These are people that just don't have nothing to say. They just okay, right, right. Uh, that person can't sell pacifiers just because your kids didn't like them. Why are you commenting? Move on. You know, I was mm. just like, huh? Like, I always see stuff like that where they'll just be like, well, you know, it didn't work for me. And mm. I mean, I'm saying if you bought the product, but if you didn't buy the product, like, shut up. I don't I don't get it. People just have to say stuff. Well, I, I said double down before because it's almost like whether it's through algorithm or whether it's through ourselves, like we, we go and look for the ideas that reaffirm our beliefs sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or or the algorithm is just well, sending yeah, it our way. Like I'm not following freaking Tommy Lauren or yeah, anything, exactly, you know. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> and I don't think you yeah, should. So like all we do is surround our. I mean, yeah, but you're being open minded. Yeah. But um, I mean, I guess you can do that just to check in and see what the hell she's talking about. I think but, that's important um, to check in and see what the what the other party yeah, is like doing. This, yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess you know we we create our own reality where it's safe you know every we agree with everything Mm -hmm. that's like you know i said that one man i was listening to paul sloan on that ted talk how he was just saying introduce the random i mean you just got the same shit going on every single day i don't really know how your mind's going to evolve right and then too like tyler said with the whole reference point i mean you should want as many reference points as you can get in your brain (laughs) i mean you want to kind of be a I mean, not even kind of. You want to be a well-rounded person. Right. Um, so, you know, you got to go out and sometimes do that for yourself, not always just wait for things to happen. You got to kind of seek it out, yeah. um, I guess, and to build your experiences. You would think, like, in a perfect world that, like, you know, all the information we're, we're privy to would be, like, the ultimate thing that can bring everybody together. I, I think it does have the potential to. If used correctly, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't feel like we're supposed to have this much access to information. We're, I really feel like we're supposed to be in like <laughs> very small tribes, and you know what I mean. And like, like you're with like-minded people, and you know, only every now and then you run into the the. the you ops. know, it's funny you say. Not funny you say that, but I was literally just thinking about that earlier. Um watching news coverage on haiti and Yo, prayers to prayers haiti, to haiti. prayers to haiti jesus man yeah but i was thinking about that like you know we do have such vast access to news and just the amount of tragedies mm. we see every day like the world is on fire no half of these yeah but i'm thinking like like you were saying you know like what if we didn't have the news and TV? Like, we wouldn't even know about these things. We'd only know about what's happening in our immediate, you know, area. Um, yeah, and I just wonder about the stress that that puts on your mind when it's like, you know, we're all just constantly knowing about each other's <laughs> every little thing that's going on. Exactly. You know? Yeah, there is, um, there's like a scientific number. I think it's called Dunbar's number. I've probably mentioned it on the pod before where it's like a, a, a finite amount of amount of people that you can keep in uh-huh. your brain at one time people that you know you keep track of and you kind of have an idea of who they are you have some sort of relationship but after that certain point you can't really keep track of and if our brain stops at an unlimited number imagine us scrolling through a timeline and, and following tens of thousands of people like, you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think if, if our brain has a finite number, I don't think we're supposed to be exposing to our ourselves to pass that number. How do people, how do actually, honestly, how do people I follow right now? Because I'm like, I don't even understand how people can keep up with following thousands of people. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it, it can't even, all that can't even show up in your timeline anyway. It's just too many. I'm getting close. I got 905 and I, I feel like I see the same 10. Same ten people. <laughs> you see the BZ see podcast the logo ten. every every week. <laughs> I see the same ten people on my timeline. Yeah. So like I don't I don't know. I mean, I think there is a thing that we it's just so weird because you would think more information would enlighten us more. But then another time mm-hmm. and on the flip term we've it's, seen I it. I feel like it does and it doesn't. It does. Yeah. But it also can quote unquote 
radicalize or whatever i saw i saw shit on facebook i saw shit on facebook where like you can report it and you can report it and say hey i think my my friend the person that i follow is becoming (laughs) radicalized or some shit that shit is crazy oh wow Um, i should report will will you're becoming too radical dude (laughs) will will's radical now (laughs) will is all is my old roommate by the way (laughs) um damn let's i guess let's get back to open-mindedness so i did come across um uh how to test your open-mindedness and i thought this was pretty cool Mm -hmm. right so number one you pick a topic a controversial issue pick one there's thousands of them going on in the world right now um and pick it as a subject to debate and that you have a strong opinion about for example um death penalty abortion global warming whatever the issue be so, the issue should be something that would be easy enough for you to debate to debate based on the knowledge that most people could expect could you could expect to have god i can't even can't even fucking read all right for instance <laughs> um would providing more money to public schools significantly improve the quality of teaching and learning right so then number two, you decide which side of the debate you're on. Write it down so you can't change your mind later. Number three, make two lists. One list should be arguments in favor of the issue and the other list should be arguments against the issue. It's up to you which list you make first. You do not have to personally agree with any one of the arguments. The important part is thinking about the different arguments and writing them down. Number four, take as much or as little time as you need. This doesn't require you to do any research. Simply draw from your own existing knowledge. Number five, count and take a look at your list. How many arguments were you able to come up with for the pros list and how many arguments for the cons list? How does that number of ideas you listed relate to the personal stance on the issue? Number six, generate more arguments for the other side. Take some additional time to add more arguments on the side that you don't personally agree with. So you're kind of testing yourself just to see how open-minded you are. People, people who find it hard to consider other alternative realities in life and work take longer to make significant improvements in life. That's what it says. So wait, what? Which one are you supposed to be writing down now? How do you even? <laughs> you just read Can't the everybody whole find a... Can't everybody make a whole list of shit though? <laughs> like, no, you can, you can, but you identify which you pick a topic, you identify which one you just innately agree with. Mm-hmm. You write down all your arguments from pre-existing knowledge. You don't have to go on research. And then you mm-hmm. write down you you take the side against your arguments and write down yeah, okay. arguments against it. Now, if you can't mm-hmm. come up with the same amount of arguments against it or close to it, you might not be mm-hmm. as open-minded as you think. This is like a, a way to yeah. practice your open-mindedness. Okay, I understand it. Nah, yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I think I might do that. Yeah. Without writing it down, i probably mm-hmm. do that because I love talking about controversial mm-hmm. shit and trying to see the <laughs> other side of it. Um, yeah. Did you have anything else? Um... For the most part, I mean, if you're if you're in a situation where you find that you need to be open minded, um, you know, keep your opinions to a minimum. Mm. Listen and just try to remember that just because you're able to see the other side doesn't mean that you have to agree. with. Um, and just I think the most best thing that we can all do is not to force ourselves on other people as well or your own children. Also, your own children. Um, you know, you don't always want to force your ideals or if your child feels a different way about something or they see something a different way, you know, like forcing them to see it the same way you do is not being open minded. So I think that's like the best way to start as well. Just dealing with other people is um, just letting people have their opinions. Right. You know, right. And not judging them for it. Um, just being humble. Um, humbleness seems to is really like creeping into my life of <laughs> just the different situations that have been popping up where it's like, you know, that is something I feel like as you get older that you really need to master just being humble um, because you just never know when you're going to be in a similar situation as somebody else. Um, you know, so we all can be very judgmental about different things um, and we all have to learn how 
a bit more compassion for uh, each other. Mm. Um, and, you know, there's always a reason why um, someone's doing something. Just because we don't know what that reason is. Um, like, I think it's fine. Like, right, I'll complain about people driving too slow. You know, you complain, you complain. Like, what the fuck is this problem? Right. Da, da, da. Yeah, when I got my fucking C-section, you think I wanted that car going quickly? <laughs> Hell no. I felt every damn bump, you know? And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. We're going to drive slow. But I'm just thinking in my head, like, damn, I wonder before, you know, I was bitching about somebody. Maybe they just got out of surgery, right. you know, and they couldn't drive as quickly. You know, it's like little stuff like that. You just don't know what people are going through or doing. So I think if we all just try to, you know, get a humble attitude and have a bit more compassion for each other and make it bit, like make it way easier to be open minded. Mm -hmm. But no, I don't have anything else. My child is screaming. Yeah, it's going crazy. <laughs> so um, I guess I, I would add, yeah, yeah, no, we're going to wrap it up. I think I would add, um, just to tackle on what you're saying, just because you feel right doesn't mean you're not being judgmental. And I think that's a, mm -hmm. that's something that people don't realize. Everybody feels that they're right, but in you being right, just because you're right, doesn't mean like that gives you the free for all to judge people. Yeah. Um, also I think the importance of being mindful is very important and i think to be humble is also to be mindful like you were saying um just don't simply dismiss like other people's thoughts because they appear unappealing or or hard to mm -hmm. hard to palate in the moment or even silly yeah you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. explore ask questions one of the biggest things that i like doing especially like if i'm coming into a disagreement or if i'm finding it hard to communicate with somebody i ask more questions than i offer statements so if somebody's telling me something i'm gonna ask why or or i don't know I, I think you get more out of a conversation and understanding it than trying to make sure someone is understanding you yeah be mindful of tone though because that doesn't ever always work for me too well <laughs> <laughs> why why <laughs> what you mean by that because i like mm -hmm. asking questions too but it's the way i say it i don't say it right 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 <laughs> <laughs> um i think that's uh oh quick thing um open-mindedness mm -hmm. i saw some like qualities that open-minded people would have so let me just okay. re read a couple of them um they're good at conversation um they're not quick to judge they're inquisitive about life they're not the harbingers of doom so i guess that's where me and you lack Aww. Damn. Yeah, we fucked up a little bit. Yeah, you know I man. Um, they're honest. They're observant. They like jokes. Um, they're not easily offended. They're sympathetic. They're comfortable uh, being mavericks. I guess trendsetters. I guess um, they possess a youthful exuberance. They are great at problem solving. They are not stingy with their time. They're musically adventurous. Hey. Um, and they're patrons of the arts. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, Maverick is someone that's good at a lot of different things. Okay. All right. Um, I, don't, I don't remember what you said, but. I thought it was uh, like being like a trendsetter <laughs> or some shit. No, like a Maverick, like, you know, like a jack of all jack trades. Jack of all trades. I've been called that before. Um, yeah. And I also read somewhere that. Um, since they're not easily offended they gravitate towards jokes that like aren't politically correct which is definitely me <laughs> i raised my hand mm -hmm. uh <laughs> we will wrap it up for this episode we hope you enjoyed episode 135 of the bz podcast definitely reach out to us let us know what you think how we did let us know some topics are you happy we're doing we did a topic again do you want another one i don't know let us know again the song you were listening to is called childhood memories uh from artist named mamadou uh definitely go check out his dream all the stuff will be in the description below and we will catch y'all next week Fingers crossed. Bye, guys. <laughs> All right, we are out of here. Yeah. Have a good week, everyone. I love y'all.
told me Peter Viper, bigger, bigger pepper. Uh, I just hope that when he picked the pepper, pick it better. Uh, Cause the bag, he picked the little spoil that the water. Uh, he iced up, picked the vessel, not the pepper, need the sweater. Uh, when she sells seashells by the seashore, they meant to say my sea selling, why there be more? Uh, I'ma let my sea season leaves fall in season. The trees and seas no grow anymore. Uh, how much with a wood chugger for wood chugger for wood chug wood? How much her luck's the good luck for the good one stood? Ain't no good one stood. Beautiful childhood. Prayers to the sky, we out of the hood. Yeah, yeah. I don't wanna go outside no more. Uh, still see police knocking at my front door. Go inside the gum inside my mama cannot control. Cause I still ain't do the dishes and I got to sweep the floor. Yeah, yeah. I don't wanna go outside no more. Uh, still hear police knocking at my front door. Go inside the gum inside my mama cannot control. Cause I still ain't do the dishes and I got to sweep the floor. Yeah, yeah. I was awkward as a kid, now your boyfriend the blow All them feelings, let him go, she fooled me once, I had to go I used to never like the cold, I was allergic to the snow I used to pray to the God Almighty That the sun shine right off of my face But the project building took the sun for me And took the smile right off of my face Sometimes I just wanna go pack my bags And run away, far away from this place And I can never, oh really never Leave this place, yeah, leave this place, yeah I don't wanna go outside no more Still see police knocking at my front door Go inside the gum inside my mama cannot control Cause I still ain't do the dishes and I got to sweep the floor Yeah, yeah, I don't wanna go outside no more Still hear police knocking at my front door Go inside the gum inside my mama cannot control Cause I still ain't do the dishes and I got to sweep the floor Yeah, yeah, yeah Let's go.